In an out of control runaway world, one man walks a lonely path down the dusty prairies of tomorrow. His destination, a future for mankind that doesn't suck. The poncho that keeps him warm, a vision of world peace given to humanity by the Creator. The trusty six gun at his side, a piercing understanding of how shit in this life actually works. And that soggy cigar butt clenched between his teeth, that blunt of truth will blow your fucking mind. Hi, everybody. It's me, International Sherrick, and it is February 23rd, 2021. Countdown to Slave Wife's birthday. We're all very excited about that. We call it, she came up with this, I like it, Incarnation Celebration. It's your favorite part of the show, isn't it? Admit it. Me slurping on my hot beverage. Ah, I didn't turn the vibrating off on the phone. Hold on, please. Just a little thing like that makes me so annoyed. All right, it's off. Oh, yeah, I have been informed by Core Chat that it is uh, Technotard's birthday. I don't think Technotard means turd toes. She's TT. Slave wife and TT B-Days. I think she means uh, Technotard, not Turd Toes. I don't know when Technotard's actual birthday is. The 25th. And then Slave Wife is the 27th. Yeah. End of February, babies. Pisces. My advice to you, don't marry a Pisces woman. That's my advice. Whatever you do, do not marry. No, I'm kidding, of course. My, I love my wife, and my wife's amazing. You know that. I don't have to tell you that. She is the best slave wife ever. But she's got, like, all this Pisces in her. Pisces moon, Pisces Venus, Pisces cheese. I don't know what that is. Pisces everything. It's a delicious omelet. What kind of cheese is it? Pisces? Wow. You really are a Pisces. Yes. You even cook with Pisces cheese. I do. That makes no sense, what I just said. It's not even funny. God, it's coming true. Remember I said, I'm not going to be funny. Remember yesterday? I said, I'm, I'm not going to be funny again. Well, there you go. Here it is. The curse has set in. I'm not funny anymore. That was not funny. It didn't even fucking make sense. Pisces cheese. It doesn't, it's not funny. It doesn't make sense. Oh God. Here we go. Here we go. I knew I shouldn't have said anything bad about Fluffy. It's the Fluffy curse. Fluffy put a curse on me. And and now I'm insecure because I just, a joke just came into my head and I didn't say it because of Fluffy's curse. He went to a, a medium um, that was really, you know, her outfit was awesome. Everything was perfect. That medium was well done. Not fun. Again, not funny. Not funny and it doesn't, didn't make sense. Oh God, here we go. Fluffy curse. This is terrible. All right, I'm going to have to just get profound 
I'm just going to have to talk about meaningful, profound shit. No more jokes. It's really, really sad. I had this whole thing, this whole joke that I was going to do about the name Fluffy and why he had the name Fluffy. It just came into my head and I censored myself. Perfect segue. Perfect segue, International. You just segued. You just segued yourself. I did, but I also uh, I censored myself, and that's interesting. We're talking about creativity today, Tuesday. We're going to talk about creativity and the importance of creativity, and understanding how creativity works. Because you're an artist, you are. You're well. Yes, you are. But anyway, we say creator, creator. You're a creator. All humans are creators. And then the way that I'm organizing it and looking at it based on the prescription for peace is some human beings are artists and others are builders. And we're all creators. Just like that's another name for God, right? The creator. Well, we create in collaboration with the divine. So we're co-creators. We're creators too. We want that on our business card. We want that on our Instagram. Creator with God. And that's what we do. I explained to you the other day how we create. We bring the the, the meaning. And the divine brings uh, the form. Form plus meaning equals creation. Didn't Carl Jung write a book called man and his symbols. Oh, yeah. International. He did. Who's that? You know who it is. Don't pay. Don't play stupid international. It's Tuesday. You're supposed to come visit us at the playhouse. And all you can do is yep, yep, yep. And I have something to say to you. All right. Fluffy is so much funnier than you because I don't think international, I don't think you always need to be funny. This is something that you can talk to Dr. Hissen, Bison Hyder, Bison Sison, Hassan Cracker about because he will understand. I, I, I will international and uh, Will you be coming to the playhouse today or Tuesday to pay your visit? Yes, I will, Dr. Hosenscheiser. Ah, this is good. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I knew Carl Young. I knew him. Yeah, well. He's a brilliant man. You knew Carl Young? Yeah. Wow. You know everybody. I do, yeah. This is true, international. But who do we really know? Good point. Do we even know ourselves? International. Um, maybe not. Yeah. Well, I will see you when you come by. Please knock on the door of my office. Did I tell you, Dr. Hosenscheiser? I got his name right, International. I got his name. Did you hear that? I said Hosenscheiser. Hissen. Heiser. Chosen. 
Anyway, he has an office. Did I tell you that? Yeah, I think you did mention it. God. So come on by. All right, I'll be right over, okay? All right. Mr. Coffee. Yeah, what is it, Mike? And Arshel is going to come by today's Tuesday. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll see you soon, huh? What do you got on my, uh, uh, on my Costa, Toaster, Toaster, Costa? You're going to love this peppermint tea. I do. I love it. You love the fairy drink? Yeah. What's not to love? Well, you had a big problem with it the other day. I've been talking to Dr. Hosenscheisser. Mr. Coffee, you're sounding too much like me. International. Stop making Mr. Coffee sound like me. I'm going to be, when you come by, I'm going to be, when you come by the Playhouse International, I will have the fluffy special on the television. The fluffy HBO special will be playing on the big screen so you can deal with this. Because Fluffy does not flub the voices like you do. Yeah, so anyway, uh, yeah. You know, I've been uh, talking to the, the, to, the, to that guy that the shits his pants. You know, him to, you know who I mean? Dr. Hosenscheiser. Yeah, that's him. And he's been helping you. Yeah, I think so, huh? Hey, Mike the Mike, what do you think, uh... Mr. Coffee, Mr. Fucking Coffee, Mr. Goddamn Fucking Coffee, and I mean this with respect, you are a different whatever you are. I don't think you're a human being, but whatever you are, you're a different one. 100% thanks to Dr. Hissenheimer. Who's it? He's it. Hi. Who? Who's in? Who's in Heimer? Yeah. International. Drink away. Eh? Peppermint tea. I should I should try it, eh? Yeah, you should give it a try. All right. Yeah, okay, I'll see I'll see you all later. I'll be there be there soon. Am I avoiding going to the playhouse? <coughs> Maybe so, but I wanted to talk a little bit about uh creativity. And the importance of creativity. So you see, like, you know, who could have imagined this? I didn't sit at home and think, like, I'm going to come up with a playhouse and I'm going to invent all these characters. And this this is now a year evolving. Right, Corchat? How long have we doing, been doing this, this, this podcast? Shayna sabotaged. COVID hit. Shayna sabotaged, and Shayna was doing the, the, the our, our our morning call, and she sabotaged, so she wasn't available. And, and guess who had to do it? Me. And boy, was I bitching about having to do that fucking morning call. I did not want to do it. Now I got to I got to talk. It seemed impossible. It was like seven minutes. That's usually about well, Shayna talked for about seven minutes. I got to talk for seven minutes. How am I going to do that? I didn't think I could do it. And now look at me. How long do we talk? I mean, sometimes it's almost an hour, 40 minutes. No, it's not. No, it's not closer to 30. That's because of the de-windbagging software that I use that shrinks it down. So let's not cut me short here. 
I talk for uh, 40 minutes to an hour these days. You're supposed to be 40 minutes, but I just can't stop. Or maybe Mike the Mike can't stop. So anyway, that's how it started. I was doing that, doing that. The first week was just, just, it was hell. I didn't want to do it. And it was hard for me to do is just kind of like be on the phone and talk for seven minutes. It was challenging, but I did it. And, uh, then everything just evolved from there, kept doing it. And then turned into like the beginnings of a podcast and then we had an entirely different concept for the podcast and we gave that one up it was a tram takes you on a tour through the craziness of the old world i mean that was that was super fun but it didn't it didn't last it wasn't right every successful app that you have on your phone that's super successful goes through iterations and and, and they have to pivot Whatever they start out, like someone says, I'm going to build this app. If it's going to be successful, it will not be that app that they started out to build. It will change and they will have to pivot and they'll have to relate to what works and what doesn't work. And they'll get users to come in and try it out and say what they like and don't like. This is how you find success is you have to be fluid and you have to pivot. That's a business term. It's a, it could be a, a term in creativity too. You have to you have to be able to pivot. And if something isn't working, you throw it out and you pivot. And so I did that a bunch of times. And somewhere along the way, this uh, these characters were born. I, I think what happened, I'm sure Slave Wife remembers. Ah, yes, I remember it well. Remember that? played you that song. It was a long time ago on the podcast from Gigi. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that avenue. Um, I think I, I banged the microphone like this. Oh, international. Do it again. I'm just making a point, Mike. So can you stay in the playhouse for now? And I'll see you in just a little bit. All right. You got it. So I, I banged bang the microphone because it's like see it gets in the way i did it again it's like hard not to bang it and then somehow that turned into like a joke haha you bang the microphone as in had sex with it banged it and then the microphone responded and uh thus was born mike the mic and then you know everything just uh, it just naturally unfolded it's not this is not Nothing is pre-planned, but what I what I'm showing you is this is what happens when you follow that magical thread. That's what I call it, the magical thread, because I I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I just know I'm supposed to stay up every day, show up every day, and uh, and find the way. That is a creative process. You have to be really trained to be in the unknown. This is very difficult for human beings to be in the unknown. Extremely difficult. We rail against the unknown. We want to know everything. This is a big part of the training. Teach, train, transform. When you're trained to be modern, hero, mystic, 
by me as the mentor, this is what you're going to learn how to do. You have to be a, a modern day spiritual warrior. You got to be able to stay present in the moment, moment to moment to moment. Do you know that each moment is not influenced by the preceding moment, nor does it influence the subsequent moment? Each moment is its own thing, full of brand new potential that is not tainted by the past and does not influence the future. And uh, this is where that uh, Christian principle of forgiveness makes sense. Because in that moment, and also, I'm going to go down this path. I'm going to stop talking about creativity. Maybe I have to be more disciplined. But let me just say that, uh, that forgiveness exists in the moment. And also, heaven exists in the moment. You know this whole thing about like, oh, after you die, you go to heaven forever? Or you go to hell forever? Well, where does forever live? Is forever, this is a time-based constraint, right? Forever after you die. Mark your calendar because you'll be in hell forever. Forever is exists in the present moment. This moment, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. That's where forever lives. And so in that present moment that's happening right now, you get two choices. You can go to heaven or you can go to hell. And when you accept what's true as true, <clears throat> well, you go to heaven. And when you accept what isn't true as true, you go to hell in the moment. And if you don't know that each moment is its own thing, separate from any other moment, well, then the past is going to spoil your moment and it's going to determine your future too. And you'll think that you're stuck, a prisoner of your past. That's why Shakespeare said, um, the past becomes a prologue because we're polluting the present moment instead of recognizing that it's pure potential. Absolute purity lives in that moment. And that's the forgiveness. Because when you, when you recognize that, then your past doesn't haunt you anymore. And you get right back on track. Boom, in that present moment. It also shows up in the 10th um, step of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and that 10th step is all about being in the forgiveness. Present, available, and purified. And then you're living in that 10, 11, 12. 10, 11, 12. So what is 10, 11, 12? It's, it's that you're in the purity, living in the present moment, that's 10. And then 11 is about conscious contact. With the, with the truth and receiving guidance from uh, the, the, the non-material realm via the intuition telling you where to go and what's it going to tell you to do. If you're operating that way, 10, 11, if you're operating that way, then you're going to be ensconced in the purity uh, and open to the communication from the divine. And where is it going to lead you? Into service. 
serving other human beings. Step 12. Because there's nothing else to do except serve other human beings. So that, when you're in a state of recovery, that's what you're doing, 10, 11, 12. And now we could say, oh, recovery from alcohol. What about recovery from idiocy and how human beings are destructive? Recovery from destruction. But really, it's recovery from, hold on, the addiction to illusion. Wanting to be God. I will determine my fate. Me. So creativity is very much about being present in the moment. So you see, you really need to be in that state of purity and uh, teach, train, transform the methodology of the, uh, of the uh, mentoring. The transform part is all about purity. It's you becoming who you are the pure expression of you teach train transform you're transformed into your authentic self you turn into who you always were is that wild and then the first it's confusing huh all these different things teach train transform the 12 steps now i'm about to tell you about the prescription for peace and the first script of the prescription for peace is, what is it? Oh, I have to look at my notes. Let's see if I don't. Align the identity. Got it. Nailed it. I could do all eight. I wonder if I could do the 12 steps. Let's do. Let's see if I can do the prescription for peace without looking. I should be able to. Align the identity. One. Two, heal the shame. Three, manage the addiction. Four, bridge the divide. Oh, here, here's the tricky part. The big fig Newton. Look it up. It was a commercial. Um, okay, five is restore the alliance. Six is transform the culture. Seven is craft the narrative. And eight is realize the nation. Um, and, and seven, craft the narrative, ties in to the fact that we're talking about creativity. So does being present in the moment and being pure. Because that's the only way that the creativity can flow through you. And this is how a new world artist lives. In that state of purity, allowing the creativity to flow through him or her. In the same way you allow the divine to flow through you. Because it's the only way that you can be of service to another human being, which is the whole fucking point of why we're alive, is to be um, is to be able to uh, channel the divine. Just like everyone loves that Rumi poem, well, all the Rumi poems talking about hollow read this, hollow read that. Enough with the hollow fucking read. Yeah, I lived with that guy. He was my Rumi mate. What a pain in the ass. Always talking about the hollow read this. He wouldn't shut up about the hollow read. Isn't that funny, Core Chat? Am I funny again? Slave Wife says hilarious. Techno Tard says very. Oh, yeah. Slave Wife, don't forget to visit the Playhouse. Oh, international. It's Slave Wife, my soulmate sister, keeping you on track.
that's what the feminine does for you, international. So we can partner, me and slave wife, to make sure you visit the Playhouse right now. I think I was talking about some important stuff. International. Zip it. And get your ass over here. I'm going to have to restart the fluffy HBO special. All right, I'm coming. I just feel like I was kind of on a roll. Talking about uh, script seven, getting to script seven. I guess we'll have to talk about it tomorrow. I guess we will. So zip it. Yappy Pants, Yappy Sally. It's your new name. All right. Ashley, I'd like to show you around. I'd like you to see all the the work that I've been doing at the Playhouse. I'm very, very proud of what I've accomplished and what everybody else has accomplished. Okay, roll call. Light up. Guess who's here? It's international. He's visiting the playhouse, everybody. Ari. Yes, Mike. Get in line. Okay. Put that scone down, Ori. International. Everybody has been loving the continental breakfast that we provide. Well, whose idea was that? Take one guess, international. Dr. Hosenscheisser? Now! Me! That was your idea, the continental breakfast. Yes. And I'm very proud of it. You see, we have the breakfast area international over here, you see. This is where you can go if you're hankering. Boom. Yeah, Mike. You hear how I said, I said hankering. I'm being inclusive, Boone. It's cowboy talk for you. Well, thank you, Mike. I do appreciate it. Boom, where's your horse? Mike, I had to I had to tie her up a few blocks away. Cause that, as you know, trouble won't go down Sanity Street. Oh. Boone! Did you just hear what you said? That was beautiful. Trouble won't go down Saturday Street. It makes perfect sense now. Why you have to tie your horse up two blocks away? International. Did you hear that? I did. Trouble won't go down Saturday Street. It does make a lot of sense. I know. Ari, I told you to put that scone away. Just one more bite, Mike. Well, international, I have a dilemma. Do as the boss of the house, as the director of the international playhouse, what do I do? Because I said, line up for roll call, and Ari brought his scone. We do not do roll call with scones. I didn't see that rule anywhere, Mike. It's obvious. Not to me. Give me, give me that scone. Give it to me. No. Give, oh, all right, give me the scone. No, Mike, give me the scone. Mike, no, Mike, I'm going to eat it. Don't you eat that scone. 
Don't you, don't you dare eat that scout. I just heard slave wife laughing in the other room. <laughs> Guess it's funny. International. I sounded just like Becky. The, now, here's the point. Becky, the what do you used to call her international? Used to. I know you're thinking about changing her name. It's obvious. I know this. I know what's going on with you, international. I thought maybe that was a little bit too mean to call her Becky the marketing bitch. And maybe it is. Becky the marketing girl? I don't know, international. We're facing dilemmas. To eat scones during roll call or not. And Becky the marketing bitch or Becky the marketing girl? Oh, Dr. Hosenscheiser, did you hear what International just did? Did you? We're talking about very important stuff, and he just had to belt it out loud. Yeah, Michael, I heard this. It, uh, did, it, it, uh, yeah, it did not escape me. You see, International, Dr. His... Dr. Dr. Heis, Dr. Hosenscheiser is on to you. I suppose he is. But did you want to deal with the scone thing? Do not try and distract. But yes, I did. All right. I haven't eaten it yet, Mike. I'm waiting. Well, good. I'm being thoughtful of you right now. And the least you could do is at least acknowledge that. It's, all right, I don't have to acknowledge it. Wow, this does not feel very harmonious in here right now. It is. It's perfectly harmonious. And there you go sounding like Becky again. Did you have a hot dog for breakfast? Did you, Mike? Did you have a hot dog for breakfast? Yes. Those are Becky's hot dogs. I wanted one, International. I thought of it as a breakfast sausage. Arrest me. Becky does not want anyone eating her hot dogs. Well, why not? Because they're demon dogs. Demon dogs? I ate a demon dog? Yes. That's why the demons are always coming out of her stomach. Those are demon dogs. In the freezer, we have demon dogs? Yes. Dr. Hissenhasser. Did you know those were demon dogs? Yeah, my good news is. How, how did you know it? I'm the director of the Playhouse and I don't even know it. How did you know it's in Hassenscheisser? Mike, this was obvious to a trained professional such as, uh, such as I. Dr. Hosenscheisser. Yeah. I knew these were demon dogs and uh, that's why when you offered me one, I politely said nine. Yeah? You offered Dr. Hosenscheiser a demon dog? International, I didn't know it was a demon dog. You're you're sounding more and more like Becky. Your voice is like dropping down. Oh. Oh. No, it isn't. International. <laughs> Dr. Hosenscheiser, what are we going to do? I, I might 
my voice is not dropping down. And I was like, I mic the bike. I mic the bike. Oh, boy. So, um, it might be a good time, uh, Dr. Hosenscheiser, to talk a little bit about, uh, about uh, Demon Alliance. Yeah, international, I was uh, thinking the very same thing that you said. Yeah, and this is a very important topic for human beings to understand, yeah. Yes. Wow. You have a lot of gravitas, Dr. Hosenscheiser. Thank you. Yeah. Und <clears throat> you see, an international whole demon thing is tearing your voice up. Fluffy would not have a problem with that. International. International. Yeah, the way you phrase it with the demon alliance is very intelligent. And you avoid the notion of demon possession. Uh, this is archaic and alienating to uh, the human being, yeah? I think so. International. Speed up, Dr. Hosenscheiser. He talks too slow. We're going to be here forever. Michael, are you feeling impatient? Yeah, Scheissenheiser. Uh, perhaps uh, is there something to be understood here, yeah? Understand away! You wait, the demon dogs. And they got inside you, the demons. They did. I think they're in there now. So I think they're still in there. International, did you hear that? I'm doing exactly what Becky does. Yeah, because you ate a demon dog, and this is kind of a, a, a like a a metaphor for how we are infiltrated by the agents of illusion, aka better known as demons. Should I explain it? Who wants to know how it works? I do international. Boone here. Yeah, hey Boone, I know it's you. I want to know how it works. Because I want I, I'm fixing to get out my lariat and lasso me a demon. Oh Boone! This is so inspiring. Demon lassoing. It's like you're a Wonder Woman. Except you're not. Because you don't have a push-up bra. And you didn't cinch your hips. And you don't have an outfit that rides your crotch like you're a beach slut. Other than that, boo, you're exactly like... What's her name again? Wonder Woman. Yeah! Now I'm sounding like Mr. Coffee. What the hell is going on in here? Where's that scone? Ari, I thought you weren't going to eat the scone. I wasn't Mike, but... International, that's not 
That is not Orient as a boon. I'm talking to Orient. So, okay. So that's imperfect, right? I was, I was supposed to do Ori and it came out very boon-like. So it's imperfect. And this is, <clears throat> I'm creating uh, in an area where it's not, uh, I make mistakes and it's imperfect. Oh, I have a stomach ache right now. Uh, I feel better. I think I had a demon dog. So where'd that demon dog thing come from? I don't know. But that's, uh, Becky eats the hot dogs and uh, they come up like she, the demons come out of her. And she blames it on the hot dog. But anyway, so that's, 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 imper- I'm creating imperfectly. And does it need to be perfect? No. It can be messy. It's actually better when it's imperfect. Because it makes it more entertaining. There's definitely something to like listening to Whitney Houston saying, and oh my God, her voice is perfect. Yeah. That's Whitney Houston. But then there's also Biz Marquis. I'd rather listen to Biz Marquis personally. Didn't he? I think he was, that's sad. I think he was sick recently. Boots, look it up. How's Biz Marquis doing? Anyway, I would rather listen to Biz Marquis than Whitney Houston. I like imperfection because this is the whole idea of being human is relating to imperfection. And we're all imperfect, every single one of us. And this is, this is what the divine appreciates about us as creations is our imperfection and how, and how we get it wrong, how we get things wrong. Yeah. That's what's entertaining to the divine. Oh, look at how international is fucking it up this time. Oh, this is rich. This is a good one. Look at him. Look how international has it wrong again. Oh, because we're born out of a mistake. I told you, you know, mistake has to be introduced into perfection in order for us to come into existence. This is the real idea behind original sin. It has to be a wrong, a sin is just a wrong, wrong idea. That's all sin means. So somewhere there has to be a wrong idea introduced into perfection in order for this uh, creation to come into existence. It starts with a mistake. Creation doesn't exist without a mistake. And if you think about uh, a painting, you're looking at a painting, you say, well, look at all these, look at all these beautiful colors. Do you know why you're seeing the colors? Because the pigments are flawed. There are flaws in the pigment of the paint that keep the white light from reflecting. And they put a limiter on the white light. And that's why you see the color. Because of the flaw in the pigment. It doesn't allow the full spectrum to reflect. It's limited. That's a mistake. It's less than than the complete picture. Less than the truth. That's why you get a beautiful picture. A painting. Is because of the flaw. And so it's very important to understand how imperfection relates to creativity. Creativity is not doing something perfectly. It's how 
how you relate to being imperfect. So how do I relate to like, if I make a mistake, if I do the, if I, if I do a voice for the wrong character or I don't do it well, in my estimation, you may be going, it sounds, it sounds fine in international. It's not, it's not, not good enough for me. So even in the imperfection, I have a standard. <laughs> I could just be completely horrible. And what would be interesting about that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You, you, nothing to hear. No value. Oh, please. Hot beverage break. Where are we on time? Oh, my God. I totally lost track of time. It's 46 minutes. Don't set your watches. Because I haven't run it through the D windbagger yet. It's 46 minutes. This is crazy. Okay, Bismarck, he seems to still be recovering from a stroke. Isn't that sad? He suffered while in a diabetic coma last November. I think he's currently in a rehabilitation facility recovering. Oh, sad. Um, so anyway, uh, there still needs to be a standard. Because I just don't do any kind of bad. I do bad well. That's a real talent to make bad good. But um, no matter what happens, it's all a source of creativity. If I don't do the voice well, okay, so I have a choice. I can go, I'm so untalented. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not fluffy. I could do that. Or I could turn the, the lack of talent. It's not like I'm not talented at all, but there's, there's a limitation on the talent. I can turn that into a boon. And that is spiritual alchemy, where you're turning a liability into an asset. You're turning a dross metal, like lead, into precious metal, like gold. Uh, I just banged Mike. International. That's how it all started. You're taking us back to the beginning, International, you and me. It all started with you and me. You banged me just like you did the first time. And International was just as good as the first time. Oh, there's that demon again. I think, International, I think I'm using the demon productively. This is wild what's happening. Yes. Michael is a microphone. Bravo. Bravo. This is genius. Dr. Holzenscheiser. Dr. 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 Hosenscheiser, international is the genius. I call him that. So don't throw around the G word. But Michael's a microphone. What you are doing is you're synthesizing. Synthesizing. What is synthesizing? Synthesizing? Yeah, synthesizing. I think he means synthesizing. Oh, you're synthesizing the dark and the light. You have consumed the demon dog, and you're making the demon dog your bitch. International. Did, did I hear that right? Did Dr. Hosen Scheisser say that I just made the demon dog my bitch? I think he did. Oh, he is so hip. For a guy, how old is Dr. Hosen Scheisser? How old are you? I'm 306. 
306 international. He's old. For a guy who's 306 years old, he is hip international. He's hip. He's with it. The young kids are going to love him a lot more than they're going to love you international. You don't even you don't even know how to say Pokemon. Mon. Well, neither do you. That's because I'm you international. Wake up. But Michael's a microphone. This is what humanity needs to understand and do. Instead of repressing the darker elements of life and pointing the finger at others instead of recognizing our own darkness. We must come to terms with the darkness that lives within every human being. Yeah? This is what I said to Hitler. Okay, stop it right there. International. Did international, did he just say Hitler? I think he did. Probably the next thing he's going to say is that like, he was Hitler's psychoanalyst. I was. Oh. Ended international. It's the perfect cliffhanger. International, he was Hitler's psychoanalyst. End the podcast. Okay. See you all later. Bye.